Hey folks, it's us, podcasting wonderkins John Bishop and Lucas Southworth. Although this is a podcast about cars, it is not age-appropriate for the target demographic of these films, as we usually end up talking about the reproductive organs of Lightning McQueen. Alright, now let's take a look under the hood. Welcome to the Kachab. It's the only podcast brave enough to ask the question, hey, what's up with cars? I'm Lucas Southworth. And I'm trying to find my volume. Okay, did I do too loud in your ears just then? It's not that it was too loud, it's that it was loud after quiet. Mm, yeah, we were t- mm. we, we were pretty subdued this morning. We're kind of sleepy, but say your name. I'm John Bishop. Okay, there you go. We got there. We got there, folks. John, what are we talking about today on our podcast that we like to call the Kachat? Today we are talking about Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. May I take your order? I mean, tangentially, probably. I mean, we are now talking about it since you mentioned it. Uh, we, <laughs> we thought we'd get into the uh, service industry this episode. Hopefully we've come up with some lovely pun for the name by now and you could have worked that out by yourself. But probably not. The puns are getting harder and harder, folks. <laughs> uh, we say that, and I'm just going to throw this out there. Did you know that uh, Street Sharks included shark in every title? Yeah, No, yeah, like, it's possible for us to do it. Like, the the precedent is there. It's not that it's getting harder to come up with. It's that it's hard to keep them being good and interesting rather than just saying car. Yeah, like, it, there's a good chance it's the Carvis industry, and, like, that's not good. <laughs> okay. But it's the only one I've come up with yet. If you come up with a better one by the end of the episode, interrupt me mid-sentence and tell me, okay? I mean, it's going to be hard to do mid-sentence, because, like, my my name on the thing is Big Mac, and we could do something with that. No, yeah, I was thinking about that. Because uh, we are going to almost certainly talk a lot about uh, ba 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 ba, they're loving it McDonald's uh, for a good portion of this for a few reasons. But I don't know. All right. And also, I don't know if that'll read like me, who's been primed, you know, over the past several years to read everything as through the lens of cars. Sees that and I'm like, oh, it's because Mac the truck, and he's big. But if we just titled the episode Big Mac, I don't know. <laughs> That the, I mean, we that... could rely solely on the fact that uh, WAP has included that in its song. Okay, sure. B- park that Big Mac truck. Okay. Right in this little garage. Let me garage. see if Mac is spelled with a K or not. Okay, mm-hmm. Mac spelled with a K. We can do it. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's the title. Cool, we got there live. <laughs> How's that for seeing the sausage get made? Uh, cause it's the, it's like the service industry episode. John, to talk about something. I've been talking for a while. All right. So when you think service industry, I think we can all agree that we all immediately come to one thought, chicken nuggets. Now, chicken nuggets are a hard thing to think about in a world where everything is cars. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Because what's a chicken? What's yes. a nugget? I don't even know what a nugget is in our world. Sometimes people say nugget of gold. I wouldn't want to eat gold. But some people do eat gold, importantly. Mm-hmm. Uh, those little but gold not in nugget form. Yeah, I guess you could just swallow a small nugget of gold, but that's not really eating. I mean, yeah, we're going to get into a lot of what is meat and does meat exist this episode, I feel like. Okay, okay, okay. So I guess let's dive right in. Chickens. Chickens. Chicken. What's chicken, a chicken? chicken. Look Which at all these chickens. While we think about that, I'll want to say two things about uh, the Cane's drive-thru. First is, every time we go there, they'll say something like, Hey, 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 want some chicken today? 
and Liz, it sort of stresses her out because she doesn't know how to respond. And she just says, hi, I'd like, and then orders. But I always think it's very easy because they say, hey, 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 want some chicken today? And I go, yes. I would love some chicken today. <laughs> it's why I came to the restaurant with four different variations on chicken fingers. <laughs> anyway, John, I'm sure in that time you thought of what chickens are in the cars first. So please go ahead and enlighten us. Chickens are clearly uh, flightless birds, which, as we have mentioned before, flightless mm -hmm. birds would be like toy helicopters and things yeah. like that. So I'm assuming it's going to be specifically a, uh, a G.I. Joe style uh, flying vehicle. Yeah, OK, I can dig with I can dig that. Should we should we read the email that we got about this episode before Let's we get read much the further? email? <laughs> OK, sounds good. It's fast and loose today. But when isn't it? Once again, our good friend Jack has reached out to us and they say, hi, John and Lucas. I got a new email. He he did. It's a different email from what he's been emailing us from. Anyway, is there McDonald's, Subway, Taco Bell, and cereal? How do they make the food? And maybe how do they do cereal? Also, my car's generator name is Skip Drive Shield. All right, so Skip Drive Shield, excellent questions, as always. Uh, let's, let's get into the nitty-gritty. Uh, yesterday was one of many, many days I have been asked the question or had it proposed to me that I should eat cereal out of my chest. Oh, yeah, because your chest bowl. Also, quick shout out to Caden, uh, as always, for the car's name generator. We will be forever in your debt. Go ahead, John. Uh, so I'm wondering, is there some sort of built-in bowl that cars have for cereal? First off, real quick, you should explain your, your chest bowl so people understand what the hell we're talking about. I have a very serious, not serious uh, condition called pectus excavatum. It is a condition in which my chest is indented. It's a thing that one in 500 to one in 1,000 people have. Typically, the people who have it are uh, fairly tall and very, very thin. Uh, it's not always the case, obviously. Uh, and uh, basically, it's uh, I got a bowl built in right in my chest. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, and people jokingly say to put cereal in it. Mm-hmm. I think that that's a cowardly joke and they should suggest hot soup because that would hurt and that'd be funnier as a joke. I think that people should consider the fact that I don't want liquid on the chest and acknowledge the fact that I do use it as a bowl occasionally for M&Ms, especially mini M&Ms. Yeah, I bet you can fit a lot of those, those small little suckers in there. Anyway, you have posed a question earlier do the cars have something similar they could use as a bowl built in on their body yes or specifically inside okay i mean inside if we okay if we assume the inside of a car is fairly similar just with some squishy bits shoved everywhere throw it in the cup holders i guess <laughs> but, okay but that is where the the uh the brain is right yeah no i wasn't i i wasn't sure what you meant by inside <laughs> so i was just sort of spitball in there well perhaps you store it under the hood okay that's where their well that's where their engine is definitely keep it warm Lots you know you want your cereal and... and milk to be warm right i mean maybe if you go for like a cream of wheat uh, oatmeal kind of situation which i've sometimes heard referred to as like hot cereal but <laughs> hey man i like cream of wheat <laughs> but... uh, hot cereal oh. <laughs> no yeah no, that doesn't seem like a great option i was thinking and you're gonna have to help me get here because i've only got the beginnings of this and i can't conceptualize how it gets from this to their mouth but i was thinking they could just take uh, the mirror out of their side view mirror and just sort of rotate at 90 degrees. That's a bowl, baby. Okay, but here's my issue with that. How do you eat on the go? Yeah, that'll that'll fly off pretty bad. See so what you, you gotta do. you would want it protected from, from air. You gotta put the cereal and the milk inside of you so that you can eat all the time, which is why we rarely ever see cars eating. Okay. Think about it this way. 
you're Lightning McQueen. You're going so fast. You're racing like crazy. You're racing your heart out. You want a little snack. You eat a little snack in the middle of the biggest race, and you feel a little refreshed, ready to go. You keep going, and you're great. Now, you may say, well, people can't do this while they're, like, sprinting. Okay, but, like, this is a car we're talking about. If you're if you're running a marathon as a person, you're running a marathon, you try and go fast, who knows? You don't eat in the middle of it. But if you're in this world and you go on a road trip, you're inside a car, you're traveling constantly, you still eat snacks. And, John, I've just Googled the words, do NASCAR drivers eat and drink during a race? And it's, according to this article on keepitgnarly.com, <laughs> sorry, their logo's a monkey with a backwards cap and sunglasses. Heck yeah, dude. <laughs> He's keeping it gnarly, what can I say? Uh, but yeah, they say that they do. Like, many drivers keep, a, keep snack bars and protein bars in the glove box, and others get sandwiches and snacks passed to them during the race. Nice. So, so yeah. I do want to say, and we don't have time to get into this today, when I typed in do NASCAR drivers, uh, the first three autocomplete results are wear diapers, poop in their suits, wear depends. So so two of those are wear diapers. And the other one is basically wear diapers. Okay. So science isn't there yet, though. That's not this episode, so you, you can't I gotta find say, out. I imagine that they've got to be able to hold it for two hours, right? I mean, these races go you two, three hours. That's not a short amount of time to hold it. I mean, I will say that, like, as a person with likely uh, irritable bowels, I can attest to the fact that a long, bumpy, fast car ride yeah. is not great for holding things together. But I could do it for three hours if it were that or just, I mean, ruin everything about my day. Well, John, that's why you haven't won a Daytona 500 and the only reason. Fair uh, enough. Fair enough. That's probably you're probably right. That's probably it. OK, so we have found out that, yeah, the NASCAR drivers keep snacks in there, according to maybe a less than rep reputable site, but maybe a very reputable one. Who can say? Uh, so, yeah, Lightning's got some cereal in his engine hood area. Why not? Okay. You did it, John. I, I guess. did it. I figured out cereal. Now let's figure out Big Macs. Yeah. Lucas, why is it called a Big Mac? It's called a Big Mac because the restaurant is called McDonald's, and it's a big sandwich, so it's Big MacDonald. Big Mac. Now, big is, of course, a relative term. Yeah, it's not that big of a sandwich compared to, like, 2021 sandwich standards. All right, but let's think about it this way. It's big in the fact that you can't just toss one in your mouth, chew and swallow in a few seconds. Yeah. It's big compared to our hands and our ability to consume it. And cars got real big mouths. Yeah, they got big mouths. But importantly, no hands. Okay, so no hands, big mouths, open hearts, fly free. Sure. Um, okay, so how big is a Big Mac? Okay, for us, it's about, I don't know, this is a rough estimate, a quarter of the size of our face, maybe? Like, okay. not our whole head, That's that's but like just the face area. So a quarter the size of our face. What is the face of a car? Yeah, it's not a great metric to translate to cars, but I would say their face is like from the top of their windshield eyes down to the bottom of their like front bumper mouth, which is a lot of car. The hood's in there. All right. Now, how many chickens would you have to butcher to make one Big Mac? Chickens? Yep. Why, why are the chicken? None. <laughs> oh, Lucas. Oh, Lucas. Innocent Lucas. Go on. What do you think the bread's made of? Wheat. <laughs> you think America eats wheat? Yes. 
Grains. <laughs> General grains. Now, they're not grinding the bones to make the bread like in that one fairy tale I can't remember. Hansel and Gretel? I don't know. There's one where it's important that someone's grinding bones into bread. I can't remember which one. It might be Hansel and Gretel. All right. So let's talk about it. It's time okay. for a uh, not very fun fact of the day or a very not fun fact of the day. There's a weird condition that you can get from eating chicken. This uh, condition basically causes you to retain and hold on to just massive amounts of weight. And uh, I can't remember exactly what the term is, but that's just a warning is that if you eat a lot of chicken, there's a small chance, very small chance that you might get a condition that causes you to rapidly gain and hold on to weight forever. Well, that's no good. I imagine it's a minuscule chance and John's not a doctor. So consider both of those things. Uh, but it's not fun. You're right. All right. Now there's also like reasons people think of that is just like people think, oh, the growth hormones are going to cause you to gain weight. That is not the condition I'm talking about. It's a specific condition. I don't remember the name, but it's, it's something that basically is just one in a million. You're going to get this and you're not going to be able to lose weight and you're going to hold on to weight like crazy. That's no fun. No fun at all. So we they got these sandwiches, and they're about, I don't know, two feet tall? Two feet tall. Maybe. Okay. Well, I've been playing some Stardew Valley. Sure. And the chickens in that game are roughly half the uh, person size, like the sprite. Yeah. So uh, if we assume they're somehow that tall, like, I guess two to three feet, which is probably massive for a chicken, uh, then that's going to be great for, I guess, one nugget each. We're talking about Big Macs. Why do you I keep know, going but back I to keep going chickens? back to chickens. <laughs> I know, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> All right, so we got John Deere. Sure. We got tractors. Yeah, tractors. We got other things that are like uh, the bovine variety yeah what how much of that is meat i mean it comes down to this is the discussion i knew we'd get to and the discussion i wasn't ready to have john it comes down to if they eat the mechanical parts of the tractor or if like an oyster or a clam they crack it open and get the squishy bit out and make that into big Macs. okay and i'm not sure i'm ready to go either way on that but I'm leaning towards they crack them open like like uh, you would on lobster night. Get that sweet, sweet meat out of there. <laughs> Grind it up, sell it with a clown logo. All right. But what if you crack open a big old cow in this world and you dig down deep and you find like one square inch and one cubic inch of meat? Yeah, that's sort of what, where I'm getting to, too, is, like, cows are big. Cows are big. Importantly so, and very intentionally so, on the part of the American farming industry. Cows have lots of meat on them, very, mm-hmm. very intentionally. But, like, if it's just the squishy bit of the tractor, that's already, like, cutting down a lot of what the meat can be. Mm-hmm. Like, how much meat per tractor there is. Okay, but then, let's think about it this way. It's an exoskeleton. Cows have endoskeletons, so you can't use any part of the skeleton. Yeah, okay. Unless you're using it for broth. You can't use the brain, because anything with brains oftentimes will result in some weird uh, neurochemical disease that can cause you to go insane. I know it's more specifically uh, monkeys, if people eat monkey brain, yeah. but it could happen. So I think they would just want to avoid that. Some people eat tongue, but that's weird to an American. So uh, let's go ahead and say for some reason we're not going to count that on the cow, but we're going to count it for the car. We're going to count it for the car because car tongue and tractor tongue, very big. Yeah, and if nothing else, they're what we can see. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So we can at least base some stuff off that. Now, so, okay. meat You're... patties, chicken nuggets, those are basically just ground up meat yeah. shoved together. Yeah. What if 
the difference between tractors and cows is that the meat of the tractor is like 100% usable. Yeah, that's that's what I was sort of th- thinking we were like getting to. Like they don't have a skeletal structure in there, like very importantly, it's a squishy bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's all squishy, so yeah, and again, much like a uh, mussel or a clam or an oyster, I don't know which ones you eat. I don't really they look kind of gross to me. Uh <laughs> I feel like you don't eat clam, but you might, who knows. You probably eat all three. Well, no, there's clam chowder. Anyway, uh, you sort of just suck out that whole bit when you eat them, I assume. Again, I haven't had them. They look gross and icky. Okay. uh, So I imagine it's sort of like that. So, yeah, I think you're right. Just throw it all in the grinder and make them good, good giant patties. And why is this possible? I think it's possible because... Our theories on the squishy bit are essentially that people have evolved in such a way that they can perfectly meld and mesh with machines and or grow exoskeletons, Yeah, which to me means that all of the fleshy bit is probably going to be roughly the same weird pseudo meat material. Yeah, I could see like, well, I don't even know if they'd have organs, period. Like they got eyes. Yeah, they got eyes, but like. The brain could be like the computerized parts of the car, mm-hmm. the like whatever tanks you need, like you know your kidneys or whatnot, would be like I don't know the the gas tank or the the fuel tank or not those are the same thing the oil, <laughs> whatever, and yeah besides like eyes maybe a stomach since very importantly we're like saying they eat in this episode i'm hoping yeah i don't see what would like really they would need well i'd like to think they need intestines too that their brain is basically the whole thing that they're this strange mother brain style creature and it's all like this gooey self-sufficient brain system because Somehow that makes it easier for me to imagine them as still being somewhat human. Because the thing about humans is that we got big brain. And not even like physically. No, yeah. Oh boy. So like, I'd like to imagine that the part of humanity that survives, maybe the soul, if you're going to count that, but would be the intelligence and awareness. So like having a computer brain would make it like, oh, that's just flesh for the sake of flesh. Yeah. Yeah. At that point, the flesh isn't really doing anything. Yeah, it's just a parasite. Yeah. So Who yeah, knows, but I though, th- maybe it's hungry flesh, and it's like venom. Ooh, uh, vi- opposite venom. Venom that lives inside you instead of outside you. You could even say anti-venom. Yeah, but like... Who's I also a it, character. I think anti-venom also lives on the outside of you. Well, the weird thing about symbiotes is that they, like, fuse with you on yeah, a fundamental yeah. level. Like, Cletus Cassidy, I think, once was blown to smithereens, but some of the venom, not the venom, the carnage symbiote survived. And since it was mixed with his blood, it could just become him again. Wild. Yeah. I'm, so I think I'm... that it's like a weird, the flesh and the symbiote are all one creature. Okay. Well, that's fair. Yeah, I th- I think that's how they make burgers. I want to get back to like specific cuts of meat, but like that's not really a thing at McDonald's. So I want to go ahead and do my quote. I bet you can guess what it is of the day about. Give me that. Uh, hopefully I can see a comment of the day. Today we're going over to, very similarly to I think last week, uh, uh, world of cars drivein.fandom.com slash wiki slash McDonald's. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and it's not I'll go ahead and stipulate this. I don't I'm not seeing evidence that McDonald's exists in the cars verse, which is a shame. It's just <laughs> the opening sentence is McDonald's is the world's largest chain of ha- hamburger fast food restaurants. They promoted the film Cars in 2006. So they did like some happy meals with the characters from cars. And that's why they're on the cars wiki. Uh, But I think 
there's actually a very interesting bit of trivia down if we go down to the trivia section uh, that says, in Cars, Fillmore was originally going to be called Waldmeyer after Robert Bob Waldmeyer, a Route 66 resident whom the crew befriended during their road trip to do research for the film. However, Waldmeyer was vegan, and he did not want his name to be featured in Happy Meal Toys at McDonald's. So they changed it. Which Okay. Yeah, big respect to this guy. Holding holding to his standards. Very uh shaggy. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's boy. it. I just thought that was actually like an interesting piece of trivia instead of like a weird wording on the cars wiki for once. Alright. So uh for a second there I was real confused because in case you're wondering why we're as strange energy as we are right now, it's because it's Daylight Savings Day and we lost an hour of sleep. True. <clears throat> and uh, as such, when he said Robert Bob, I thought, who would name their son both Robert and Bob? That's so yeah. silly. And it took me a while to realize that he's probably just saying, as most people do, the nickname in the middle. Yeah, I, I, I did air quotes, but, you know... It's also sleepy day for me, so I did not think, like, John can't physically see me right now, nor can any of you. So, oops. All right, all right. So, <clears throat> let's uh, let's do some real talk right now. Okay. Happy Meals. Yes. Provide little toys. They do. Um, how little are the toys? Okay, we're talking in-universe. Mm-hmm. Because, like... They come in various sizes. They could be like playing cards, but then you get down to that and you think, well, how big are the playing cards? And then you think about all this stuff and you get real confused. And uh, I'm just confused about size in general, but like a good reference for what I got excited for was a toy that either had something to do with something I cared about, like Power Rangers, which I don't know if they exist in this world. Uh, and then also like, Something kind of big, because yeah. like a big toy is a good toy, right? Yeah. What is big when your hamburger has to be a, th a quarter the size of a Big Mac truck face? Yeah, and the thing is, when we get into size, like we are, we've been having a discussion very centered around cars. There are aircraft carriers in this world. Uh, and like, as well as like the forklifts and jumbo jets and Luigi's sized cars. And like size is not a consistent thing whatsoever in this universe. Mm -hmm. What would be a satisfying meal? And to back to your point, a satisfying toy to Lightning McQueen would not be for the Dwight Fleisenhauer aircraft carrier. All right. So I think it's got to be a very American mentality of just make it the biggest size reasonable. And there you go. That's the average size. I could see that. But then like, again, then then the, the Big Mac would have to be like, I don't know, 20 feet tall to be anything for, again, Dwight Fleisenhauer, the only aircraft carrier I can name. But that's more than a lot of people from the you car think space. That. But then you think about, well, there are people like good old Half Thor or Thor Bjornsson, uh, strongest man in the world, at least he used to be. Don't know if he still is, probably is. And uh, do you know how much food he eats? He eats a lot of it, I'm sure, to keep the muscle mass. All right, so... You don't know. Why would you say this? That in regards to... I Well, I'm getting to it. <laughs> All right, so... An average person, you're, you're a, a man, woman of average height, average build. You want roughly uh, 1,500 to 2,000 calories. If you're trying to build, you want to increase that by a reasonable amount. You don't want it to be over like a very large amount. If you're bodybuilding, you go crazy and you can eat like 5,000 calories a day. Well, uh, if the average person eats maybe... 2000 to be healthy guess how much half thor eats when he's like trying to maintain in bulk i'm gonna go 8000 okay 
I'm very upset that you got it. In one? <laughs> yep. Your boy got it in one? All right. So here's the thing. He eats anywhere from 8,000 to 10,000 calories a day. That's a lot. <laughs> so you say that b- the Big Mac being the size of, what did you say? Like, I said- imagine he's the size of like, a Big Mac or Max head. Okay, Mac eats one of those for a meal. All you gotta do is pretend that the good old uh, Dwight D. Fleisenhauer eats five times as much. So he eats five of those. Yeah, and that's I th- very on par with humans. Yeah, I think it has to be a numbers game, not just like, okay, uh, Guido, here's your here's your burger that's the size of a two-story building mm-hmm. go for it but uh, uh i could but yeah you got five of those big macs and that's for dwight d flies and howard you get a a junior mcpiddle diddle for <laughs> luigi yeah i i could see it being like either a different like specialty stores for different uh folks like at the airport where there are lots of big jets and and planes they have one that specializes in uh food portion sizes that are good for them uh Mm -hmm. and like at the harbor they've got one that's for like cargo ships and whatnot and then for insane people you've got golden corral yeah infinite food yeah do you ever just think about buffets from the lens of the COVID times? <laughs> that oh boy, yeah. is hard to get into right now, so I'm not going to. Uh, so I think maybe another option would be sort of what you were describing, like sizes we get, like you can get uh, a small, medium, or large at when you go to Arby's or something, but just in the cars verse, they expand that really far in both directions Mm -hmm. uh so they've got you know the extra 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 large for dwight d fleisenhauer and guido gets the extra small uh (laughs) but instead of it just having to do with your soda and your fries they also make like your sandwich or whatever portion think Uh, about it this way though like how are they gonna price that i mean they're man that would be pretty cost prohibitive like think about it from just a a standpoint of this world has to have some sort of standard or some sort of like socialist system that requires that oh all food will be paid for because otherwise if you're say mac you have to earn a lot of money and like luigi and guido they don't have to earn that much they sell a tire they're good they can eat for a week i mean Dwight D. Fleisenhauer, he has to be taken up, like, most of the Navy's budget. Yeah, that's that's really interesting to think about how cost-prohibitive that would be. And, I mean, I want there to be a system in place to help these folks. But if it's based on, you know, our world... <laughs> oh, if we imagine that it's our strange hellscape of a we don't care if you starve because you're not working because you can't work but let's not think about that you just you're gonna starve and i'm gonna do well then like yeah i oh man maybe that's why we don't see a lot of aircraft carriers in these movies like there's just not enough calories to sustain more than like eight yeah or like Maybe the folks, like, maybe Dwight Fleisenhauer is like, if I have children, I will be dooming them to starvation. Or, a little bit grim in a different direction, if I have children, I will be dooming myself to yeah. starve while I feed them. Yeah, that's probably more accurate uh, from a parent's mentality. Huh. Yeah, I would say a good parent's mentality of, I will feed my children before myself. Yeah, hopefully. But yeah, we see so many more cars than anything else, you know? And maybe it's just because they have an easier time feeding themselves. They have an easier time surviving in this world. Okay, so that's... I mean, that's statistically just how it would be. No, There yeah. aren't that many half-thors because 
if every single person of the eight mil uh, eight billion people uh ate ten thousand calories a day, there would be no food in two weeks. Yeah, and then Thanos would have to come snap us. Mm-hmm. You know, why didn't Thanos just do that? Why didn't he just make everyone half as big? <laughs> John, there are infinite ways to make Thanos plan better. Double the resources. Uh I mean, he had power to warp reality in whatever way he wanted. Like, he could just be like, eh, hunger. people don't need to eat anymore. Everything's people, just sustainable now. Yeah, people don't need resources in general. Or, yeah, or but pe- then people... he gets into like, what if he's fundamentally changing how free will works? He, he doesn't want to do that. trillions of people. Like, and then yeah. his plan when it didn't work in Endgame was I'm going to demolish the universe and, and recreate it in my I- image. Well, that's because, uh, for some reason, time travel made him really petty. Well, yeah, and it was also an earlier version of him, so maybe he had matured in those <laughs> six years between those two movies. In a uh, weird way. Okay, so, hmm. Well, I don't know, man. Just imagining a world in which someone can eat something that is as big as I am. That's scary, right? Yeah, it's that feeling you get when you watch Jurassic Park and you see the big, big dinosaur eat all those leaves. And you're like, I could be in that and they wouldn't even know it. Mm-hmm. And then the good old famous line of, that's a big pile of you know, from the same movies. It's just a big old pile, and then you think about it, that pile consists of far more mass than one person. It's a big old pile of poop, if you don't know the Jurassic Park movies. (laughs) Yeah. So, what if your best friend, like, is the Dwight D. Fleisenhauer, and you're a, uh, I don't know, very, very small vehicle, and one day, he's just sleeping, he's snoring, and then he does the good old cartoony thing of like, I'll chew. and then like the feather goes in the mouth, except the feather is you. Yeah. And then maybe he just inhales you. Maybe he swallows you. Either way, you're, you're a goner just because your friend is so big. A, we found our next movie pitch, which is a forklift and an aircraft carrier, best friends. Honey, I ate the kid. Yeah, maybe we'll go into like some like inside story kind of stuff of <laughs> exploring the internals. Or maybe it'll just be very wholesome of like, oh, let's look at this unlikely friendship of a truly giant man and a truly comparatively very small man. Yeah. That'd be fun. I mean, that's a thing that could happen. Like No, yeah. In our world, there are people who have just massive differences in size but i'm talking about a difference so grand yeah that you are less than the size of one of their teeth yeah that's what, and that's what makes it so good baby we got <laughs> this massive difference and that's the drama of it mm-hmm. people say you can't be friends he's so big and i say yes we can yep and that's fantastic that's the, that's, voyage that's the yeah. That's the movie I was trying to get to. Instead, yep. I referenced uh, Mario and Luigi's plus Bowser's Inside Story. Uh, <laughs> you know, here's the thing. Tell me Osmosis the thing, Jones. Osmosis Jones is a movie. Sure. It think is. about Osmosis Jones. I love it. It's a movie about like blood cells being uh, personified. But I just think about it. I just think about it. If mm-hmm. you're the Dwight D. Fleisenhauer, your blood cells might be the size of your friend tony yeah okay i like that we're naming the characters we're not going to turn this episode into a movie pitch but we'll have it all right so tony <laughs> and we got to think of like i don't know not the dwight d flies now yeah but we'll want it to be another like ship name like that so after a president or something we'll get there yeah i think the fantastic voyage would work without any need for shrinking. Mm-hmm. And we'd finally be selling to the Vore enthusiasts 
in the cars community. So okay. that. You know, that's a sad thing to think about too. Like, sure, the very large vehicle is going to have a, a tough time because it's going to be struggling to get enough food. But like, think about medical care. It's got to yeah. be so much easier to take care of something like, oh, you've got uh, a bullet wedged in you. If you're a Luigi, then you would probably really be suffering from that. But one bullet in that entire uh, airplane aircraft carrier, that's not going to do anything to you. It's a it's a scratch. Yeah. I mean, like, have you ever seen like the big boss battle of uh, Kratos and Kronos? Yes, I have. Just think about that. Yeah. Like. That's the size disparity we're talking about is like, okay, I'm going to perform surgery on this creature. Uh, I'm going to need a team of 18 people. We're going to need respirators, not for him, for us. And then we're just going to go inside of this creature and we're going to like do some uh, exploring and spelunking to help this man be healthy. Yeah. Yeah. I I think that's fully, if something went truly wrong internally, on the flies and how they just have to literally go inside him. Mm-hmm. Whereas you got a small vehicle, you need a smaller vehicle to do the same, or you just have to like hope that you're able to fiddle around very carefully and precisely. Yeah. Like how doc is somehow a doctor of internal combustion and does surgery, I guess. And Mater did surgery in that one Tall Tale, Fire and Rescue, I want to say. I'm... No, Fire and Rescue is the name of this. Rescue Squad Mater. That's what it's called. (laughs) Uh, All right. So, uh, we're getting outside of what we're supposed to be talking about. Fast food. Yeah, I have... I I got a thing. Okay. Drive-thru. Drive-thru. Period. Uh, (laughs) Drive-thru. Very inaccessible for the Toy T Flies an hour. Yeah, you... It's sort of hard when we get on one of these tangents because now all I can think about is the size disparity of the Dwight D. Fleisenhauer. All right, then let's think about it this way. Yeah. Just your average vehicle. You go like, they're they're developing that one specific Taco Bell where it's basically a super drive through And okay, you make it tall enough for like a semi-truck. Are you making it wide enough for a plane? Yeah, maybe it's like a... It's like one of those, like, you you go, you just park, and they bring it out to you. We, we've discussed this. All restaurants are a Sonic. Flows is a Sonic. Everything is a Sonic. Yeah. Okay. But do they have different, like, dietary requirements? I just can't imagine this world in any way allowing for a plane and a boat and a car and a, a vampire, a motorcycle... <laughs> Uh, any of these vehicles all just happening to have the same dietary requirements. Like, I think... Even if we're talking like amount, that's one thing. But think about the fact that if you eat something that's too heavy and you're a plane, you can't fly. Yeah, I think it would be mostly like caloric and other sort of requirements like that. But and like, I, I think planes... Planes are very interesting to me. Well, no, they have to use gas, so I don't think they need the energy from food to fly. But we need the energy for Squishy Bit. Yeah, they need the energy to, like, stay awake, but it's, like, the same amount of energy you would need to pilot a plane, I would think. Hmm. Yes. And, well, I don't know. It's going to be more than that because tongue, eyes, they're massive and just operating those is going to be significantly more caloric requirement. Yeah. Uh, and then go even further with that and just think, okay, a farmer going to need very different caloric intake than, say, uh, a, a racer. Because one of them, you need calories that will be processed slowly, so you have a steady flow of energy throughout the day. And one of them, you're going to need to be uh, very energetic for a short burst of time. So, like, you could have caffeine, and you don't want to like have as much like uh, just 
shoot. What is the th- carbohydrates? Yeah. You don't want to have like uh, very many carbohydrates because that's going to like slow you down. It's going to give you energy, but it's going to give you a slower type of energy. You want something that you can process a lot more quickly. But for a farmer, you want something more uh, carbo efficient. Yeah, that's. And I mean, I think a lot of it is like what you just said could translate one to one to humans almost. Uh, of like the racer wants the diet you described and the, the human farmer wants the diet you described for car farmers. It's I think just like different lifestyles demand different diets in similar ways. They do in our world, just like it comes down to amounts that -hmm. they need. I mean, one big thing about like gym bros and uh, like diet in regard to bulking, cutting and whatnot is a lot of people will say, you just got to hit your macros. I think the macros for each individual style of vehicle, each individual job for those vehicles, is gonna, it's going to be completely different because you want your four main uh, macronutrients. You want your uh, protein, your carbohydrates, your fats, and the other one that I can't think of. Sure. It might even be three instead of four. Who knows? But you have a balance that you need to set. And with those, with that balance, it's going to be insanely different and insanely different amounts based on each vehicle. But then you think about, okay, you're going to change it again if you're a uh, gelatinous meat pocket that wants to, I guess be bigger or smaller within your shell which we have sort of seen something like that in the helicopter from planes fire and rescue doing like what looks like i don't know like a bench press if i remember right with a bunch mm-hmm. of logs <laughs> he was he was doing uh i guess a lat pull down yeah it was it was interesting but he was clearly working out. And then in Cars 3, they mentioned several times that Lightning McQueen is like out of shape. And a lot of that was attributed to age. But also he hadn't been racing for a few months because he was recovering. So I imagine that in shape is a thing. And it probably has yeah. something to do with the squishy bit. So do you need to bulk and cut for being an athlete or I guess just a hero of the forest? I mean, I don't know what that would affect. I mean, maybe it's maybe the way you move throughout your exo or endoskeleton, whatever kind of vehicle you are. Uh, I can't imagine there's one that's got an endoskeleton. Uh, You uh, have to have a certain amount of reach. And basically, your exoskeleton has a certain fit to it. And the more effectively you fit into it with more muscle rather than uh just like girth itself is how effectively you can pilot your own body yeah and there are like mental effects also to being in shape like Mm -hmm. like if you are healthy like your reaction time goes up your other stuff like that i don't have these off the top of my head your reaction time your ability to uh perform basic tasks, your ability to even just think more clearly, your uh, general energy levels. Yeah. All of that is supposed to be helped significantly by a healthy diet and exercise. Yeah, so like that would be incredibly important both for a high-speed racer and like an emergency rescue uh, Mm -hmm. squad. True. And for the general public, it's good to have exercise because... In our world, exercise helps just general mental health. Like uh, being real sad can be helped and alleviated a little bit simply by uh, exercising more. All right. So food, everything is a sonic. Everything's a sonic. Which brings me to something important about fast food, important about what we know about the car's world. These cars can taste. Certainly, yes. They have taste preferences. Yes. Uh, a big old assumption of ice cream wasabi ball mm-hmm. uh, that is very unpleasant to Mater. So, what if everything they eat 
that isn't fuel is strictly for flavor. I've been thinking about that as well. Yeah, like just, like, I don't know, man. I like eating things. Me too. Whenever I try and like bulk or cut and I have to like change my diet to be, oh, just shove a bunch of stuff down your gullet or not eat very much or eat very healthy. I'm not a fan because I like sugar. So much sugar. Sugar's great. Yeah. Like if I didn't have to eat, but I still could eat, I would. (laughs) Maybe not like as much or in the same patterns, but like, I don't know. I like hamburgers so much. Hamburgers are real good. And I uh, sushi and eating anything while drinking a Mountain Dew is real good for me. I love it so much. And then I eat chocolate, so much chocolate. And I'm craving like a, a hot fudge sundae right now. I could demolish some brownies, let me tell you. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think that's a really good avenue to go down is like, I don't think there's direct evidence besides just the existence of food that they need food per se. Yeah. Cause we know that a big thing is fuel. That's just mm-hmm. a big thing. And we also know that if they had to worry about food for Luigi, as well as the Dwight D flies and how, yeah, <laughs> that's going to be insane. Just the, the caloric intake of that wonderful vehicle would be Enough to destroy a country. Yeah, and like, correct me here if you think of some others. The examples of food I can think of are wasabi, lemons, uh, corn. They grow corn in that, uh, in Prop Wash Junction, I want to say is where Dusty's from. They're big fans of corn. And the wasabi was with, I believe, just general sushi. Yeah, and like, besides the corn... Like, just wasabi and lemons are very, very strong-tasting things. And I think the production of corn can be, like, put even more towards, like, ethanol. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I'm wondering if, like, yeah, they just have a proclivity for very, very strong-tasting things, since it's all about taste. Hmm. Potentially. That's fair. And if it's just about taste, and you've got something as large as the thing we keep bringing up, then if you have something with insanely intense taste, that's going to be much better for them because you don't need nearly as much. Mm-hmm. Like one ghost pepper is probably going to be good enough for like a Big Mac, a Big Mac truck that is <laughs> right in this little garage. Uh, yeah, man. Also, <clears throat> why don't we call this one fast food? Because, you know, uh, fast. I'll just put fast in all caps. Could be fast Fast. food and Big Macs. I'm going to put fast in all caps. Is that a deal breaker? (laughs) I mean, I would encourage fast in all caps if we're including fast food. Yeah, fast food and Big Macs. I love it. Uh, Since this is 100% not about the service industry, it's about fast food and size in general. That's right, Lucas. Let's talk about the thing, what this episode is about, the service industry. If you work in it, it's unfortunate. I'm sorry. People are not nice to you. Yeah. Almost, almost universally. As a person who has worked in the service industry, I gotta say, it's weird to find out that the word sir can be used as a very, very derogatory insult. Oh, yeah. (sighs) But I don't think we, we've done three quarters of our show at this point on this subject. Let's not, we don't need to squeeze it just back into what we thought it was going to be about you know what are you talking about we already did it yeah we just that was it we apologize to people in the service industry that's all you got to do as you should every single day Mm -hmm. you should say hey i would like a number five and also i'm so sorry i'm so sorry that i'm here right now if i could not be i well no i would I, i know i want a number five anyway i do want to talk about Just getting back to Jack's email real quick. I feel like we've covered McDonald's, Taco... We haven't talked about Taco Bell, but like I imagine it's a similar structure to everything else we've been talking about. Of course, it's a Sonic. Yeah, it's a Sonic, and the food's big sometimes. Uh, (laughs) 
<laughs> but I do want to talk a little bit about Subway uh, that they mentioned here in their email. Okay. Just because they have a very interesting ordering structure at mm. Subway where you like watch them make it in front of you and you like point to stuff and you're like, I want some, some spinach, please. And well, like, I guess it's going to be outdoors. Yeah. Because that's going to be a lot easier. Yeah. You make it outdoors and then you also, I guess, only employ forklifts because of course. Yeah. I, and that solves most of it. I just wanted to mention it because mm-hmm. like it and your like Chipotle's of the world in which you like tell them as they make it what to put on it are an interesting structure. But <sighs> yeah, I, I don't know, man. Nothing makes sense in this universe. And that's the point of the podcast. And I know that. Mm-hmm. But size disparity is one we hit every once in a while that just I can't make work. Like we uh, did not successfully make it work really this episode. We just said different sizes and then ignored the fact that that's not financially plausible. Yeah. And then we were like, uh, maybe they don't have to eat. Uh, that's that's it. <laughs> Ignoring the first bit of this episode. <sighs> But getting back to do they need to eat, they got biological stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Could that be fueled by, you know, gas? Or would they need to eat something? I'm sure there's a way to make your biological system... Oh, boy. Uh, make your biological system evolve to consume petrol. But we're not there yet, and we'd have to really try to make it happen, even if it's possible. I have just uh, googled calories and gasoline. It's uh, be- insanely huge. It's like 100,000 per uh, milliliter? Uh, this is... Well, what I have here is a gallon of gasoline contains about 31,000 calories. Only 31,000? Yeah. Oh, it, is it American calories or actual calories? Couldn't tell you. <laughs> American calories are uh, kilocalories. Mm, it, That's is it just like a fun bit. Food calories? Yeah. Um, uh, food calories in America, we just say calories even though it's 1,000 calories per calorie. Mm, that's not good. <laughs> but if a, It does say if a person could drink gasoline, then a person could ride about 912 miles on a gallon of gas. All right. I don't know how they figured that out. Did you say ride? Yeah, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I no idea. Yeah, I'm on how stuff works, which, whatever. But anyway, yeah, like, if they could be powered by, like, it seems like it would be minuscule for if they could be sustained by gas for a little of that gas to go to keeping the squishy bit running Mm -hmm. you know true but one thing about food is that we don't just need calories we also need like the basic building blocks of uh biology so like if they included some chunky bits in your gasoline (laughs) it's like it's like a throw in some little uh beans and weenies in your gasoline well, that's what I assume, like, leaded and unleaded gases at the gas station. Uh, I've, I've never looked into it. Unleaded has no beans or weenies. Uh, medium octane, I'm just throwing words out there, sure. is uh, just beans, but mm. uh, heavy lead is both. You get, okay, so, so that's what you're paying for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you you're paying for the get. extra beans and weenies. But, like, Calories are a, a very large reason why why we eat. And I imagine if we could cut those out, we would need to eat a lot less. I'm sort of making this for up. For sure, for sure. But that mm-hmm. sounds right. Well, it's interesting. You need, well, there are like myths and legends all around. Like there's the guy who just didn't eat for 50 years. And that's almost certainly false. Yeah. But like, <laughs> if you look at him when he died, he was extremely thin and fairly emaciated. So 
who knows? Maybe he just didn't do anything and kept his body as in pristine condition as possible while not doing anything. But yeah, I I imagine since your body destroys itself and then remakes itself constantly, that it's got to be like you got to rebuild a lot. You can survive maybe a month without food. But I, what I'm trying to get to is like we cut out calories. We assume that comes from gas. We've got the squishy bit with not much physical activity whatsoever, as well as being, like, you know, squishy. It depends on if they speak. If they speak, that's going to be a lot of calories just for that tongue movement. That's fair. It's a big old tongue. Uh, But there is biological differences between, obviously, what we assume is inside a car and us. Uh Uh-huh. So I'm thinking the calories being taken care of by gas... No physical activity, well, much lesser physical activity, and just differences in biology we can't begin to understand, comes together to at least needing a lot less food than we would if we were their size. Well, hear me out. Uh, One interesting tidbit about that is that resting, not doing much at all as a person, will still consume a lot of calories if you don't move at all and you just like kind of exist you'll probably still consume maybe 500 to uh, 1500 calories depending on your body size in a day yeah but that's taken care of baby that's taken care of. we got we got calories we got calories from the gas don't need yeah, the, but don't need it from the food a part of that is going to be destruction of the body your body constantly wants to grow and also stay the same. So it it basically, there's the whole thing, every seven years you have a new body. Yeah. So just that would still require not only the calories, but also building blocks for squishy bit. Yeah. Just less than we would need because biological differences we don't understand. John, I'm trying to fix the big boat issue. Okay, so let's just assume that their fuel... <laughs> has like the iron and protein content that is good for squishy bit in vehicle. It's got the beans and weenies and the in the gasoline. Yes. It's got the metaphoric and possibly even literal beans and weenies. I'm not going to compromise their literal beans and weenies in the gasoline. It's got the literal beans and weenies in the gasoline. Yes, thank you. All right. Sure. Why not? Now let's talk about something else. Okay. Rocket fuel. Superfood, baby. It's, it's like avocados kale. instead of beans and weenies. It's it's avocados. Quinoa, baby. Quinoa, avocados, kale. It's great. It's perfect. That's yeah. what they put in their fuel. Yeah, done. Done in one. All right. <laughs> Ancient grains. I'm just saying words that probably have specific meanings, but I don't know what they are. Mm-hmm. I don't know, that feels like the end of the episode. Did you have other stuff you want to talk about vis-a-vis the things we were talking about? Uh, pizza? Round, made similarly. Okay, that's something we can do. Not pizza itself, but like delivery? DoorDash and Uber Eats and just right. other delivery services? Right, so uh, one thing is that I feel like that'd be far more common, even with our whole mentality of everything's a sonic. Yeah. Going out to eat, you have someone deliver the food for you. Yeah. So it's just a big, like a bigger stretch of like, okay, so they're delivering further and that's it. Yeah. That's pretty much exactly what I was thinking is like, even though the restaurants are built for them to like work, like it's, it's built to work for cars. Mm -hmm. It's still gotta be a bit of an ordeal to go out and eat as a car. So I think delivery, much more common. And like you said, I mean, they're cars, so they'll probably deliver it a little further. And if you even think about it, like, okay, so you're a car instead of a human person. So like everything's a Sonic really gets extended of you can order from your weird microphone thing, except your microphone thing's just your phone and someone skates on over to you 30 minutes away. Yeah. It's just Sonic is much larger. Than we've even considered it to be. Sonic's just the world, baby. Mm-hmm. The whole world. Ev- Listen, everything, everything is a Sonic. Everything. All so, right. I like it. Congratulations to Sonic uh, on 
taking over the cars first. And that Mm -hmm. feels like what we should end it with. All right. Sounds (laughs) good to me. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode. We had fun doing it, as we do every episode. But this one, I don't know. I had a lot of fun with this one. Of course, a very specific and big thank you to Jack for sending us this email that sent us on this caloric journey we went on today. Uh, And if you want to be like Jack, who, let me tell you, has been running the game and monopolizing these viewer-suggested episodes recently, you gotta send us some emails. If you want to topple Jack from his his throne of listener-suggested episodes, you gotta send us an email at thekachat at gmail.com or tweet at us at thekachat on Twitter. And we'll take whatever you got. If you got just a general, like, I think, <laughs> very fun for me, the subject of Jack's email was, do cars McDonald's? So it can be as simple as that. If you've got an autobiography you want us to do, send us that. If you've got a specific moment in history, if you've got an origin story, if you've got a Pixar Studios, we have so many, <laughs> many series that you could even frame them around. Or again, just say, do cars blank, like Jack did, and mm-hmm. we will do it. Now, John, I've been talking for too long, and I'd like you to talk. Uh, thank you for listening. Remember to like, comment, subscribe, tell anyone and everyone you think might be the least bit interested. And until next time, remember to float like a Cadillac. And sting like a beamer.